What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee, and this is Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored. And I'm here with, um, you, you know, you can, you know. Uh, yeah, you know, it's just, it's just me, Melissa Ford, a.k.a. The Curve Queen. And we have a special guest host in the studio yeah. with us tonight. Chuck. It's your boy, Chuck. Yeah. Chuck Walton. Yeah. Uh, Chuck the Plug. Uh, Charlie Hustle I got all kind of nicknames You niggas know it all depends What you need When niggas are on probation That's what happens <laughs> um, You know a lot of people Keep asking You know what happened To Doughboy What happened to Giovanni what happened? So right now Just to kind of put it out there We're rotating the third seat Because we're trying to find Someone that can live In this seat permanently Not a squatter Not somebody who <laughs> Has uh, rental history That's not good um, Somebody that has My bills paid baby My yeah, bills paid yeah. so, okay, You know somebody that's God. funny Because I feel like I'm funny in a weird way. What the fuck is going on? Okay, I'm funny in a weird way, uh, but we need somebody who's just funny, energetic, and not to say that the others aren't. We just are, we want to fill it out before we have a permanent roommate. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. So that's what we're doing. We're doing this rotation thing. And then at you as the viewer and listener, um, we actually want your input. And people are, have been very vocal about yes. who they like and who they don't like. Yes. Um, people have liked Giovanni, and I'll just kind of leave it right there. Now, y'all as to who y'all they motherfuckers have sounded like. off. They've sounded off on Doughboy. He ain't coming <laughs> okay, back. Well, there it is, Jason. <laughs> but anyway, shout out to Doughboy. I hope, hopefully, everything's working out in his career. So let's talk about our weekend and recap. Uh, Melissa, what did you do this weekend? Um, well, I was with you. Wasn't I with you? I, I mean, don't even remember. It feels like we're always together, <laughs> it's but just, it's like a blur. Yeah, yeah, it's it's just a blur. So much, has, so much has happened. I mean, first of, I mean the the Republic National we're not Convention. Talking about that, we're talking about your weekend. I know, but I'm, it's it's hard to remember where the hell you were because well, you of everything that was happening. Out, I don't I know remember. Where I was, okay, I don't remember. Chuck, oh is, wait, we were bike riding. So talk about that. We were bike riding with Floyd and the crew. That's always fun. Good G-rated fun. Well, Mel- I showed up on time. <laughs> Melissa absolutely caught the wrong location. Uh, that was not my fault. <laughs> okay, but then you got in a car accident. There's a lot of things that happened to you that you don't want to talk about. She was rear-ended. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, I don't know what they were doing behind me, but, you know, they weren't. No pun intended. Yeah, they weren't paying attention. They <laughs> no definitely, pun intended. Definitely were I think there was a little bit of, you know, like, circle jerk action happening in that mm. car. Circle Damn. jerk behind you. <laughs> that's a, that's okay. Circle jerk behind Melissa Ford. Uh, yeah. Def- <laughs> definitely. It's not the first time. It definitely won't be the last. That's what he said <laughs> so um did the person that hit you have insurance because i you know i got hit the last time i got hit that motherfucker had all kinds of insurance i got 50 g's out of him shout out to the guy who hit me on sunset i can't remember his name i have a feeling that her insurance was expired why? yeah why do you have a feeling are you profiling? because n- no 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 it wasn't a profile it was a black guy driving asian girl in the passenger seat oh, but i get the it, but i get those. the but i get the idea it was her car which is why there was like some you know mm. whatever was going on in 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 the car and stuff she sounded very funny um but- speaking speaking of black and asian we have kevin mccall coming in we'll be talking about karuchi for sure <laughs> bayruchi bayruchi and we just heard the song okay that he can sing well the like last thing I, well the last thing I would say in response to your accident, anytime somebody hits you from behind, you need to get paid. Yeah, you know There was I, a there was a joke in there. I, somebody hit you from behind, you should get paid. Uh, that was some whole shit I was on for a minute. This, I, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. It just woo, went right over my head. You know what? I didn't want to deal with it. I really wasn't hurt. And I've gone through, you know, the whole car accident thing when I was actually really, really hurt. And it was so stressful. Listen, I'm living. If you are looking at my Snapchat right now, I am living very stress free. I'm half naked in my jacuzzi at night. What I'm, is your Snapchat? My Snapchat is Melissa Ford. My name. M-E-L-Y-S-S-A-F-O-R-D. Are, are, Get into it because you're missing out. Are people sending you dick pictures? Yes! Oh, dick pictures? I'm getting video of guys jerking off. I'm like, but here's the thing. Send them to me. 
I'm going to send them to you okay. and please don't do that because, you know, I sent out a tweet the other day. I was like, dick pics with my coffee. What a way to start a Tuesday. But what if it's a really nice dick picture from I a really sexy person? I don't give a fuck. Person? I don't care. I Listen, okay? Like, every once in a while you come across a piece of art, you know, a penis that is just perfect. But listen, okay, if I don't know the guy that it's attached to, just leave me the... F- li- listen, don't send me dick pics, please. Okay. Profess well, your love in other ways. We'll, no dick pics. We'll create a, a Snapchat forwarder and you can just forward that to me. So check... <laughs> <laughs> what about your What about your weekend? Well, my weekend didn't have any dick pics in my Snapchat. Lucky no, you, at all. lucky me, lucky, lucky me. You. No, I was doing the uh, just for for the record for the viewers. You're straight. I'm straight. Oh okay. yeah, oh, we, we got to let people know these days. I mean, this show. I I am straight. I'm, I'm very straight. Well, that's, we still accept you for who you are. That's how. That's actually how I bumped into Melissa. I saw her from the back at the SB after party, and I was the whole time. I was like. Damn, I was like, who is this? So then I saw Eddie George, and then I, I was like, oh, wait a minute. I thought Eddie was married, but I didn't know she was with Eddie. No, wait, so, hold on. Whoa. Wait. Let's clear that up we right clear that because, because now. Because SWV will drop a single when oh, they hear this. Yeah, let's, so let's clear that up right now. Eddie George and I have been very good friends for the last 13 I years. Love that is it. Shout out to EG. That is all. We, I, I didn't come with him. He was at the party. I saw him with other people. I was okay. with my girl. And Eddie George is a married man to and, my friend Taj from yes. SWV. Yes. yes. Ha- and he happily married. He's a happily married man. He is just a friend of, my, of mine. I support him in his Broadway career, acting career, etc. Yeah. And One so we just happened to be standing there talking with him, Mitch Richmond, John yeah. Sally was there. Can you please Big list John. the other yeah, guys that were in Mitch the Richmond. circle? It, it was, Mike, was, Michael Mann was there. Yeah. It was, so oh. it was group activity. It was group activity. But really? in my mind, I have, no, I'm saying that in a, in a PG <laughs> fuck up, way. Jason. Okay. So, you, so, so go ahead. So all I just see it's this black dress and then boom I'm like oh my god so and I had some drinks in me I'm about to leave the party then I turned around so I saw Eddie then I turned around and I was like oh my god that's Melissa Ford so then Michael Mann they were like yeah yeah you want to meet her so then I was like hell yeah and then before I could meet her she turned around and she was like are you a comedian and I was like I would be whatever if I could just talk to you for two seconds <laughs> then she told me about the show and history is now in the making well, so, good. Yeah. Let me tell you how how good it is to be best friends with Melissa Ford. Like I like I know like I'm not really popping, popping. Like I live in reality. Like I know I'm on a TV show that's popping, but I'm not a popping cast member. I had a pop off last season that made me pop a little bit, but I'm not popping. Boy, you hang out with Melissa, you get all kinds of attention. So I literally just feed off of her fame and all the people interested in her. And you get I, all the love. I get all the leftovers. <laughs> Um, but I fuck with Melissa, and so yeah, I'm glad that you were able to come and be a part of this ridiculous ass show. I love the show, by the way. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah, it's R- fucking R.P. the uh, Doughboy. R.P. the Doughboy. But I love the show. <laughs> my new favorite person. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. my weekend, I'm just gonna tell a really quick story that I told, shared a little bit before we got online. So you know, I tend to, I should work for the A. The ASPCA, ASPCA, yes, because you like to pick up strays. Yes, I tend to, I that. tend to, because I can't find anybody that wants to be consistent in my life, or that I can be consistent with, because I work and travel a lot. Yeah, because so, you keep dating all these babies, all these young little men. So and we'll I, continue right yeah. along. Okay. Um. So I I went to Nick Cannon's party last week. Um. And I was in there for a couple purposes. One, of course, I wanted to see if my future uh, lover was there, and two. <laughs> I wanted to show support to Nick Cannon because we were trying to get Nick on the show. Nick, stop bullshit and get in here. We need to talk about the wedding papers or the marriage papers. But anyway. <laughs> and chili. So I say, I meet somebody then I'm like, you know, I'm going to take y'all to dinner. So I take them, my team, we go to dinner. Really nice place, Boa. And I learned a lot in this dinner. I learned that you should invest in uh, 401ks. Um, <laughs> you should invest in uh, IRAs, but you should never invest in a fucking stray dog. So <laughs> after $600 dinner, 
I had this young person trying to network with me. And here's the deal. For people out there that want to network in Hollywood, sometimes just being in the room is enough. Sometimes just being around at the beginning is enough. There's a difference between persistence and thirst. There's a difference between being hungry and being thirsty. Yeah, that too. Right? That too, that too. But you're right. Sometimes just being in the room is awesome enough. Just sit, listen to what's going on, observe, and that's it. Why should have took these motherfuckers to a trough instead of a boa? Because <laughs> they were so thirsty and started going down all the names. You know, people on our, our YouTube say, y'all name drop a lot. Listen, you simple motherfuckers that don't hang with the people we do. You talk about your friend Becky and Sue. We talk about our friend Floyd and, and whoever, whoever else. else. So um, so don't be mad at my lifestyle. But anyway, I digress. <laughs> so this motherfucker started networking and telling me all the people that he knew. And finally, I just snapped. Not pretty much. I paid the bill. I did pay the bill, but I will probably never see that person again. That's awful. You snapped him in half? No, I didn't snap him in half. If he would have said another word, I probably would have. But what I just basically said was- You got stalked in on him. Motherfucker, stop telling me who you know. Like, I get it. You know everybody. Even though the people he knew were like- (laughs) I'm just going to leave it alone. (laughs) You know, filler people. You know, people that fill the room at parties. B-side people. C-list. 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 No, I'm talking about like, you know, an album. The A-side and the B-side. The B-side was always the the songs that nobody really gave a fuck about. B-side people. Pretty much that. You know, so I I find that about LA. Everyone's got to talk about who they know, what they do, and this, this, that. And I'm like, I didn't ask, motherfucker. I don't Better than that, we don't give a fuck. But here's the funny part. And my guys will tell you, the other guy with him was like, yo, bro, like I'm Queen Latifah's cousin. I was like, oh, really? Because that's like my sister. So I'm like, what's her phone number? You know, what's the prefix? Uh, 424. Nah, 732. You don't know her. Okay. So anyway, (laughs) so all of you out there that, and all of you out there that want to network, like it's cool to network. At Nick Cannon's party, some guy came up to me. He was like, yo, bro, my God, I love your work. I said, what's my name? And he goes, John. I said, no, motherfuckers. You you don't know my name. Don't talk to me like you know me. Mm. And he was like, well, I mean, I know who you are. Well, if you know who I am well enough to come up and be like, yo, bro, then you should know my name. This other girl walks up. She's like, hey, boo, hey, boo. And I'm like, what's my name? She's like, um, I succeeded. So part of it mm-hmm. was like, damn, nobody knows me. <laughs> <laughs> the other part the other part was, come on, motherfuckers. Like, let's not fake it out here. If you want to know somebody, if you see their face, Google them. If you can think, like, if I see somebody and I think I know them, I mean, I'll Google or whatever. Not that I do it anymore, but I used to. Mm. I don't know. This, I mean, is this is the shit. land of make-believe. This is the land of, you know, trimmed trim trees, manicured lawns. Everything just looks so pretty and perfect and shit like that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It really isn't. Mm-mm. It goes yeah, down boo, in the wild, wild west. Boo and bro is like the way, like, do say hello to somebody you don't know, but you think you should say hello to? Oh, I stopped her dead sentence in front of everybody. I said, the only people that say boo to me is somebody I'm fucking and somebody that's crying. Boo hoo. So you don't know me. <laughs> she was like, oh my God, you're so aggressive. I go, if no, you knew, I'm just If she honest. knew anything about you, she would already know that. So a third girl walked up and she was like, Jason Lee, oh my God, so good to see you. And I said, see, that's why I'm not fucking with y'all. And I, I did an interview with her and she was really cool. And like, I'm not on no ego shit. Like, if you don't know me, it's cool. A lot of people don't know me. That's fine. But at least don't act like you know me. And then try to politic with me. That's just not going to happen. Mm. The t-shirt says it all, though. That's all I need to know. It's TNT. Money team. Basically. Money team. Shout mm-hmm. out to Floyd for keeping the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Floyd. We had a good time with him this weekend. Floyd is exhausting because yeah, here's the too. deal. People that have never had it, like people that are excited and they want to hang with Floyd Mayweather, like you have to have endurance. You have to have stamina. You have to be able to like really... Whenever Floyd's in town, just know like that 48 or 72 hours is no sleep. No sleep. Yeah. Mm -mm. No, no. 
You have to like, you know what? You have to sleep like a cow, like standing up. Just get like a little micro sleep in. Yeah, and we, then we're moving. Yeah, one we're eye like, open. Sleep yeah. with one eye open. <laughs> well. No, no, no. Sleep standing up. Like find a pillar. Like if you're in the mall, just find a pillar just to lean up you, against. You get like a little micro like, sleep. Lean back. Like yeah. they laugh at me because I find like if we're in the car heading to the mall, I'll sleep. Or if we're at a restaurant and we're waiting on our food, I'll sleep. Because that's really the only time you get to sleep. There is no other sleep. As soon as you get to the house, strippers get there, party turns on, music, DJ, like, you know. Or everybody will pile into the cars and the Sprinter van and go to Long Beach so that he can get a facial <laughs> and we all go to Bubba Gump Shrimp. <laughs> no, no, that literally just happened. That just happened. It was all over my Snapchat. I'm telling you, if you're not looking at my Snapchat, you're missing out. It's it's antics. So Floyd was getting a facial. <laughs> While we were getting While dinner. We were, yeah. Yeah, while we were eating Bubba Gump. Shout out to the jambalaya fucking Bubba Gums. That shit was good. That was really, really good. Me and Jason both had matching bibs. <laughs> so we, so the other day, the other day we're at Katsuya, right? And we're eating. And I said to her, I said, um, I want to, I put her on my Snapchat. I said, okay, every time she snaps, I'm going to say something inappropriate. So I turn it to her and she starts to talk. She's like, yeah. And I said, suck dick. <laughs> my Snapchat is funny. I am Jason Lee. Follow me. What's your Snapchat? Sir Chuck Walton, W-A-L-T-O-N. Oh, my snaps are like movies. I haven't even snapped today. I'm waiting for Kevin McCall to get here, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping, because he might be a little bit crazy, I'm hoping that I get a couple snaps in, not just one. Well, and then I don't, his Twitter, you know what? I can't wait to meet the man behind that Twitter account, because- <laughs> We want to know the real. I just want to know if he's on lithium ever. Ke- no, let me say this. You Kevin know? McCall is literally, he's a Leo. Okay, well, that he's, explains he's a, close, a lot. He's a close friend of mine. That explains a lot. He's a creative person. That explains a lot. Hold on. And he's from Watts. Enough said. That's the first thing I saw. Enough Put all said. that recipe together. That's an explosive motherfucker. But he's so, smart. He's cool. But he just he just is over the Hollywood shit. Smart, cool, incredibly talented. Like and his, crazy. And well, cray, I mean, cray. you know what? And y'all Ge- sat me right next to him. Genius, yeah. br- genius breeds eccentricity. <laughs> y'all both brown skin. He ain't not gonna do nothing to you. Right, I'm a light skin motherfucker. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Worry. You're right. I'm light skin. Am I not light skin right now? Yeah, you're light skin. Okay, I got to get back on the on the deck and tan a little bit more. Yeah, my, my, my base is fading. You've been on the deck a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you know what I forgot? When I was in Miami a couple weeks ago, I actually uh, was in the gift shop with the team and we were buying things. Gift shop where? Inside the Fountain Blue. Okay, this and is, I, this is and promising. And I found something for you, a gift. Okay. Because I feel like I never really show you my appreciation for you. I'm so excited. I just I just went down the list. They're not, it's not anal beads. No. It's not a dildo. Nope. Not Chinese balls. Um, is it anything sexual? Listen, let me do Ball th- gay. Let me do this presentation, okay? Strap on. So when I thought about you, when we first started this show- <laughs> I actually want one of those. Hold on, let's bring it back. A strap okay, on? Okay, sorry, sorry. Yes, I do. When, I fir- when we first started this it. show, yeah. you were on Tinder- Swiping left and right, trying to find a man. Did you get me a fucking membership to Soul Swipe? Then Soul Swipe oh, no. reached out to us, wanted to work with us. That shit hasn't happened yet. Mm-hmm. Plus, you don't really dip into hey, chocolate. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. I will show you the chocolate motherfucker that I want right now. And then now you and I have been talking, and I know you've been <laughs> having, you know, you've been a little in your feelings about being single, and you're getting to the age where you want to be a mom, right? I don't, uh, okay, yeah. I- yeah. And okay. I feel this cool. is the one thing that I this feel. Motherfucker, what did you get me? This is the one, pills? No, this is the one thing that I, I believe that like in order to be a good husband or a good wife, you need to know how to give head. <gasps> so I got you something. What makes you think oh. I don't know how to give head? And I was, kind of, I, was, you I was low key thinking to myself when I got this gift, because if you're going to give head, you got to give head to something really big. <laughs> so listen, you get to. <laughs> <laughs> You need, you're not on the air. Calm down. You need to practice. So I got you this. 
Here. Is that a real lollipop? That is a real fucking sucker. You can literally real. take that the paper real. off and lick it right are, now. Are we getting a live demonstration? If she does, we're definitely slow-moing this for the audience. <laughs> Wait, I need scissors because there is... A- no, we need this on the Snapchat. There's this. So for people who can't, so for people on the radio listening to this train wreck of an interview uh, or a radio show, we We gotta get this on. I got Melissa a huge uh, blow pop. (laughs) Don't worry, it will be on my Snapchat. That will make you guys follow, and I will post it on Instagram. If you lick it, you have to make it slow mo on your Snapchat. I (laughs) oh, I'm gonna go to town on this sucker. (laughs) That's what he said. That yes, and that is what she said. So let's talk about the Republican National Republican. I can't fucking the RNC, say this word. The, the RNC, RNC, the RNC, Republican National, National Convention. Convention. They had you that hot that you couldn't even get it up. I listen. Oh. I'm, I I tend to think of myself more as like a um, not an independent. I mean, mm-hmm. even though I sway more towards being a liberal and a Democrat because I believe all the values that they stand for. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm for that. And everything I've done in my past <laughs> life in politics has been towards the Democrat. Mm-hmm. But with but Obama, he kind of tried to. I think even though he was a Democrat, he got a lot of Republican support because he really, you know. I think touched on the millennials and what was moving young people mm-hmm. at the time. These fucking called Republicans. Bi- it's called bipartisanship. These fucking Republicans are out of control and need to be stopped. I know that Connor is a Republican because I've watched his Snapchat and that shit. You know, he's <laughs> he has white privilege in his life. So that I understand. That was a joke, Connor. I still love you. Um, I, I'm, I'm really uh, Melania. Let's start with Melania. OK, hold on. I, I'm going to I'm going to preface this by saying that. I specifically avoided watching a lot of the um, RNC coverage just because I just didn't want to make myself angry. Like, know thine enemy, whatever the whatever the fuck. But I literally could not stomach watching and listening to to these hypocrites, to to Governor Governor Chris Christie, um, the governor over in New Jersey, who I actually used to like a lot. Um, Rudy Giuliani. I mean, these are politicians who have been, you know, very controversial, but you've seen their, you know, their, their, their um, policies, you know, put into action and actually, you know, and actually, you know, create good comes, comes of it. Listening to them talk was inflammatory. It was like making me so angry. I was like, I couldn't even go there. So let's talk about Melania. So I think, I think one thing, did you watch, did you have you, did you watch any of it? I saw some of it. I, I felt the same way. It was just, it was a travesty to watch. It just, it, it looked like it was the worst RNC in a long time, if not ever to me. I mean, it was, it was ridiculous. A lot of the young people don't really remember, like, you know, I'm, I'm up, I'm up there a little bit. So I remember Ronald Reagan. Mm. I remember the Clintons when they were in office for two terms and all the Bushes and now Obama. Um, so I've kind of been around a little bit, not as long as maybe some people that are watching, but you know, for me to see Melania Trump um, basically give a speech that plagiarized Michelle Obama's speech, mm-hmm. this, this is, and, and what people are saying, like, okay, well, she plagiarized or she was inspired by, it. no, check this out. She not only stole the first lady's speech, who's still in office mm-hmm. and is a Democrat, but this is the same family that they criticized and said that Obama was an American and attacked her and attacked both of them and their values and their belief system, but yet were so inspired that they stole her speech. That shit to me was so frustrating to watch. And I think what's even more irritating to me is how dare people still even talk about them being qualified to be in the White House. Yeah. Not only that, Trump sends out a tweet basically saying that, you know, regardless of the plagiarism or whatever, just just forget all of that. Melania had the most watched speech or blah, 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 whatever the case was. I was just like, but how about this? So did Michelle Obama, because you had to watch hers in order to compare the fact that it was so heavily copied. So 
in essence, yeah, she might have had the most watched speech in in political history or whatever the case was. But then again, so did Michelle Obama. Like you just, he just like he's he's such a spin doctor, and it's just nauseating to listen to him talk. Where's Melania from? Slovenia, I think. That's yeah. what that's what got me is that like Trump is like trying to keep people from coming in, but then his wife is like not even. From she here needs either. to be on is the an first immigrant and a porn star. She needs to be on the first <laughs> fucking boat back to whatever country she comes from. Let me go down the list: Superhead, Amber Rose, Black China, all bitches that can be the first lady at this point. I yeah. feel like if you're gonna yeah. strip it all down and take it all off, I have seen Amber Rose's. I've seen her uterus, vagina, meat her, curtains. I, I think I've even seen. Yeah, I've seen everything. In you're per, stupid. In person? No, on media takeout. <laughs> But anyway, I think that, like, for me, the office of the president and his family should have a certain level of class. You know, think about diplomacy. Think about our relationship with the world. We are the country. We are the strongest country in the world. Our president is the leader of the free world. And in order to, I think, be the face of freedom and all those other things, like, how can you send your wife in whose pussy has been all over the Internet? I just don't understand that. How do you go from Michelle Obama to this woman who can... Barely no, no, speak English. You said took the words right out of my mouth. Barely speak English. I think that was the first time that America got a visual of like what could be like, this is what you guys want. Like she could barely speak English. She's all over the web. Um, you know, they tried to freeze them out. It was just, it was so much craziness going on. It was almost like, it was like a joke. It was like watching Bullworth or something. Was, I think yeah. it's just so, I think it's. Good it, analogy. You, it, was like, it was like, it was like yeah. Bullworth. It was literally like watching Bullworth. Yeah. I don't know what Bullworth is. It's a, oh. it, was, it was a movie back in the day. It was like a parody or yeah, kind of, was a, a, a Warren, satire Warren on. Beatty? Yeah, Warren oh. Beatty and Halle Berry. Halle Berry. Yeah. A million years ago. Really? Yeah, you yeah. see it. Yeah. I missed that one. Oh, but Ghetto I, Superstar, Maya song. That was let the theme Let me say that what, what I think it is, is it's, it's an embarrassment. If you think about how intelligent, and I don't give a fuck what you think about the Obamas. You can be a Republican and think, okay, the Obamas and Democrats have, you know, whatever. He's, I'm not even going to run down the list of the things that they've done, but more importantly, I think they've reinstilled class mm-hmm. in our government mm-hmm. and around the world coming off of Bush. Mm-hmm. So we're going to, we could potentially have Donald Trump and Melania Trump as our president and first wow. lady. It's crazy. To I don't me. even want to think about that. Now you said you remember. I'm still, can- I'm Canadian. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah you don't even want to think about that. Mm. So you remember like the Reagan, the Clinton, the Bush yeah. when they were having the conventions. Do you think that if this happened before social media was so big that it would have been like. I don't as, think, as, I don't think Trump would have gotten as far as I he will, has. I if will it wasn't tell for you what media. the problem is. The problem with this country, the problem with this city, the problem with this fucking world. Social media, social fame, you know, instant recognizability resonates with people more than politics. You'll have an unstable motherfucker who can barely. I mean, he, he's not had a stable marriage. He has 3,000 lawsuits. He's been, he said, you have a motherfucker that can say, get all Muslims out of our country or ban them. 1.3 billion people become the leader of the free world. So he's attacked North Korea. He's weighed in on Russia. He's flip-flopped. He wants to build on, this wall. Have you seen his Hollywood hold on, hold on, walk? Hold on, hold on. Okay. He's flip-flopped on politics. I mean, on, 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 um, on um, international relation topics that, you know, like, um, what's the... Uh, not Libya and all those other countries. But anyway, he's flip-flopped on issues that I think could bring big problems to our country. Well, he's mm-hmm. flip-flopped on everything. I saw an article that said, I think he told People Magazine in 1998 that if he were to run, he would run as a Republican because they were the dumbest voters. So he knew. Yeah, that, that's kind of everywhere. And it's, it's, it's up for debate as to whether or not it's like it's legit. real or legit. If that motherfucker uh. said it was raining outside and we see the sun, I would believe it because he's that fucking dumb. And you know who's even more stupid? And I love her. She's a friend. I'm going to say it is Omarosa. I feel like Omarosa should have, you know, she's been criticized in the past for not having integrity, for being 
you know, just um, an embarrassment, I think, to some. And I find her personally charming. And I know she's intelligent as fuck. But I don't understand why Omarosa would step up other than for positioning or loyalty to Donald, not loyalty to the American or American people. Mm-hmm. How, why she would step up and represent all African-Americans or want to do outreach for Donald Trump to African-Americans. That's just to me just super backwards. You know Omarosa. Yeah, no, I know Omarosa and I agree with you. Like, you know, knowing her personally, she is super charming. She is a, an, she's a really nice woman personally. I think that there is who she is personally and then there's her public persona. And I think that at some point, you know, in her career, you know, being on TV, she embraced being the villain. She was very, very, very good at it. Um, but this is confusing to me. Like this is, I, I, Omarosa, we want you on the show. We want to have a really big, long Why is long it confusing convers- to you, though? Because ex- For the exact same reasons that you just said. You know, like, the pivot was just so, I mean, is it is, is it like a, a, a need for relevance to bring yourself back into the fold and into the public eye? Because this sets her up for so much criticism. Did you see what Spike Lee said about her? No, what did he say? Yeah, Spike went off. Spike went off on, it, it was either Twitter, Instagram, or both. But he basically said step and fetch you know called her like a coon yeah you know and, yeah, and, the and, problem- and told her to join the ranks with like you know ben carson and that police chief who where, which one was he from um uh was that florida dallas florida I, not the dallas one the florida, the florida one. one yeah that yeah. was i can't whatever yeah but it was well i think at the end of the day look, i've never been a coon i've never been a step and fetch a type of person mm-hmm. you know i'm not gonna say i don't understand and i'm confused as to why omarosa who you know, who had a little bit of respect is now choosing to lose it over this well, loser. Wait. Hold on, let me finish. Okay. Omarosa has to come on this show and talk about it because we will continue to talk about her. Her mother works at Marshall's in the Valley. Is she now going to have to quit her job because people are going to know that Omarosa is out in the public eye? Right. Well, yeah. you shout out to all the people working at Marshall's. I mean, why didn't he just hire Stacey Dash <laughs> to run his African-American relations or whatever the title is? And I don't know why Trump would think that, like, with all due respect, Omarosa, I don't know why he thought that she had this relationship with the black community where she would be some type of person that everybody would just... She's a Baptist preacher. Well, yeah, that's about it. Well, I'm Pentecostal, so... I mean, Are you Pentecostal? I am. Church really? of God in Christ, absolutely. Fire and oh, brimstone? Wow. I don't get oh, that yeah. from you. Fallout. Sh- I mean, I don't shout Cats the spirit shit. and shit. Listen, <laughs> rolling on back the floor. to Omarosa. I need to fucking see that shit. <laughs> back. I don't care. I don't do all that. But back to Omarosa. I think it's um for uh. me. I'm embarrassed because I did. I do consider Omarosa a friend. I just am really confused at um at how she's come to the decision of being the face of the African American community or outreaching to us for Trump. If you were tight with, with Donald Trump like that and he asked you to take that position. Fuck no. Mm-mm. I have friends that make stupid decisions all the time. And you know what? I'm a real friend. If you if you just on some other shit, no. I just interviewed Claudia Jordan um, in at Essence Festival who was on Celebrity Apprentice, who's friends with Donald Trump, mm-hmm. who's hosted Miss Universe or one of those fucking pageants that he owned. And she said she's going to support... A, whoever will allow Muslims to stay in this country. She still wouldn't take a hard line against Donald, but she was definitely saying that she's not fucking with him. I think that you can still have, you can still be diplomatic towards your friend, but also keep it 1000. Like Omarosa is not going to reach one black person, maybe other than Ben Carson and his ugly ass wife. Yeah. Oh my God. His wife, his wife looks like a Willie Mammoth. If you've ever Googled a Willie Mammoth, Ben Carson, he's a fucking doctor. He needs to go do surgery on that so, bitch. So what is his wife on, on the one to 10 scale? What? She's a minus fucking hundred. <laughs> and and she, then, doesn't, oh, she doesn't even rank. There's a video of her singing a church hymn and she's like, oh, 
she is she looks so fucking ridiculous that <laughs> if she would have been our first lady, I absolutely would have funded an assassination attempt. <laughs> Put that bitch out of her misery. Oh my God, Jason. Oh, so anyway, shout out to Omarosa. Bring your ass on the show. Talk to real black people because we're going to have a real conversation. I, I would love to see Omarosa on our show and our other friend, Karen Civil, who's working with Hillary Clinton, mm -hmm. doing the same thing to sit down and let's have a real conversation. Yeah, that would be very interesting because both women are so intelligent. And it, so it wouldn't it wouldn't be like a bitch, bitch, bitch kind of like argument. It would be very intelligent. It would be a it would basically be a battle of wits. Yeah. You and know, from uh, from opposing sides. I I would love to be to sit here and watch that go down. So another hot topic that's out there right another now. Another black man got and, shot. And I'll just transition to this. There's another black man, unarmed black man in Miami that was shot by police. He is a therapist who was helping to... Um, Retrieve was, an autistic he, patient. And he was shot by police with his hands up. And when he was shot... Laying the on the ground. Him. Charles Kinsey. Can I get it? Name. Let me sorry, get it I'm out, sorry, people. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He was shot and then when the police... He asked the police officer why he shot him. He said, I don't know. So how is Omarosa going to reach out to that community, the Black Lives Matter campaign, and even act like Donald Trump gives a fuck? Well, here's the problem. Like, it, it just it's so much deeper than that. I mean, like um, Rudy Giuliani basically went on record during his speech at the RNC and basically called Black Lives Matter like what, like a terrorist organization or something like that. Like he just I don't. Why did I? I'm sorry. That's that is the definition of a loss for words. Well, what got me was they said after they shot him, they handcuffed him and left him bleeding for 20 extra yeah. minutes. So. Well, there's another. And you know what's so crazy? This is what's so crazy. Nothing's going to happen. Like I said on our last show that I empathize with people, with the people who killed those police officers, because I can understand the anger. When you get to a point to where, damn, I can have my hands up. I can be in my car with my license and still get shot and killed or shot like an animal and nothing can happen. I went to this event the other day, Occupy City Hall, and mm -hmm. all of these people got together, celebrities there, Marlon Wayans, uh, Devon Franklin, Megan Good, Lance Eva, Gross was there. Kevin was yeah. there. Mm -hmm. We can talk to him about that. All these celebrities were there, Kimberly Elise. Um, but the, the, and the, 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 the demand was get rid of the chief of police. You cannot tell the city to fire the chief of police. That was, I mean, there would have to be so much that goes into that. And politically, once you take a position to fire somebody, they're not going to do it because then it just totally creates a problem for the government. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that, you know, we have to have strong policies or strong policy recommendations or actions because right now, like the fact that you can go get a bag of Skittles, be shot because you have a hood on. You can be driving in a car with your girl, get asked to pull out your license, get shot and killed. You can be a therapist in, with an autistic patient and get shot. And still no accountability is fucking crazy to me. It really is. It really is. Like I, I saw the video today and I just was, it's going to get to the point where apathy starts to set in. You know, if it hasn't already, it just is. And that's frightening. Apathy is scarier than hate, than anger, than fear, than love, than what, whatever. Or, Apathy or you're going to have fucking anarchy like the another police shooting that just happened last week in Louisiana where three police mm -hmm. officers were killed. Mm -hmm. People are going to get tired of being treated like animals and they're going to start fighting back. And you know what's going to happen is on one hand, you're going to have a group that get apathetic with all of the violence and just say, fuck it. There's nothing we can do. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, you're going to have people that are going to say, fuck it. We're going to bloods and crips. We're going to gang up and go shoot these motherfuckers because they're a gang too. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go shoot these police and innocent police are going to get killed. One of the officers that was killed, I think his name was, um, I can't remember his name, but he was an African-American in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. 
he had posted on his social media after the Dallas shootings how he was trying to make sense of it all, how he just wants to be a good officer, how officers need to be accountable. He mm-hmm. went on and on. You may have, have you seen it? Yeah, and he mm-hmm. had a little, I think he had just had a baby or something. Just like had, had a baby. He had a kid. He got murdered. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, and that's the worst part. So it's funny because I had like a beef with somebody on my Instagram uh, Instagram page because I posted a picture of one of the officers, um, the Dallas officers that was shot. You know, he was Hispanic. He just had another, um, his wife had just had another baby. He served in the military and stuff like that. I was just like, it's not, it is not a us versus them kind of thing because there is just way too many people that wear the uniform that are good people that do not condone what the fuck is going on. So I posted this picture basically in support of the the human being that lost his mm-hmm. life, the, the, the children who lost their father. And he's not the one that gunned any of these people. He didn't gun down Alton Sterling. He didn't gun down Philando Castillo. He didn't gun down anybody. He wasn't responsible for any of it, but yet he lost his life. So I was basically just saying it's getting to the point where we've got to come up with. But, it, but here's the frustrating. So, but somebody, so somebody was just on my page and they were just arguing with me because they just had that us versus them mentality. They called me a beautiful idiot. So I, I, I didn't really know how to feel about that, actually. Uh, well, let me say how I feel about this whole fucking thing. And I'm it's just very gonna, interesting. I'm just insult. gonna I'm gonna tie this up. Insult. I'm gonna tie it up because I'm getting frustrated. Okay. Black people are also very pathetic, and I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. You can't see a problem head on or look a problem in its face and not really put thought into how the fuck to deal with it, right? Mm-hmm. You have the Black Lives Matter movement in Occupy City Hall on one front saying get rid of the chief. Then you got the game and Snoop on campaigns and PSAs supporting peace with the with the chief and the mayor. Mm-hmm. What the fuck are we doing? Right. The problem is, is that they know they can pick apart and dissect each of us because either A, on one hand, people are doing social posturing to mm-hmm. get in positions mm-hmm. to look mm-hmm. good or make money or profit or be involved somehow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, you have people who are being labeled radicals um, and who are being labeled as problem problematic people because they're coming at it from a very we are from we're representing the people standpoint Mm -hmm. i feel like somewhere somebody or somehow these groups need to come together and make some fucking sense one more thing Mm -hmm. Uh, beyonce's mom tina noel she was out there with black lives matter and Mm -hmm. i saw i was like oh shit gotta get beyonce's mom on camera Mm -hmm. so we interviewed her Mm -hmm. she said i've done a lot of research on black lives matter and a lot of people are trying to label them as a terror group or a hate group Mm -hmm. and i believe in what they're doing because i've seen that all they stand for is advocating for the fact that black, li- black lives matter. Mm-hmm. And the way she just simplified it all, and her, her husband, Richard Lawson, said, you know, I've been around for a lot of these marches, and this is not a sprint. We can't just keep doing these really quick actions right. or activities. We have to understand that this marathon of change requires a lot of concerted activity. And I think that until us as black people can really take our own individual interests out of the equation and really focus on like how we unify on, exactly a coalition mm-hmm. it ain't gonna do shit and we I'm gonna to keep uni- saying it ain't gonna do and shit and we have to unify together first we have to stay consistent too you know mm-hmm. consistency Absolutely. is key because like people are gonna tweet about this guy getting shot and then before you know it it's like oh well he survived well, then, then the game got into a big fight with Waka Flocka yesterday and people were like if black lives matter why the fuck are y'all beefing on some stupid social media shit well, why it, were they fighting wa- uh, wa- I missed Flocka, that one Waka Flocka so basically that. posted a video saying I'm sick of all you rappers posting dick prints and all this other extra shit then you be on the black lives matter shit and like y'all just all over the place Hilarious. game responded and then Waka Flocka said look I'm out walking my dog I don't know what the fuck you talking about oh I did see that I did see, Waka Flocka I wasn't even talking about you but game somehow some way game took offense to that black lives still matter black lives still yeah. matter and we know what game's dick imprint looks like in so his on that note <laughs> 
What up, everybody? This is Jason Lee from Hollywood Unlocked Uncensored, and we have a fellow Leo in the house, Kevin McCall. Leo <laughs> gang, Leo gang. And you know Melissa, you know Melissa, have you ever met? Oh, we yes, have never indeed. met. Really? We've never met. Oh. No. I thought it was this lady from the choir uh, from church. And then I was like, wait, that's not her. She really? don't look that good. Well, most men that <laughs> oh, have been well, with her you. praise God afterwards. So <laughs> praise God. all hallelujah over here. Hey, Amen. Do it. Mm-hmm. And this is our guest host. You can introduce yeah, yourself. Yeah, Chuck, man. Me and Kevin, we see each other oh, around. Yeah, okay. yeah, we see him around see? town. Dark man. skin niggas unite. Like a light skin <laughs> community, we do not know how to get along. You sure don't. Speaking of light skin people, shout out to Chris Brown. <laughs> But um, right out the gate, he going right there. No, you know, Kevin and I are both Leos. His birthday's coming up. I I ran into him the other day at the uh, Black Lives Matter event. You know, a lot of we've had another shooting since then. Did you hear about the guy in Miami that was shot yesterday? I'm from Watts, so I'm it's shootings every day. Right, but that's that's typically black on black crime now. Not necessarily. Okay, I'm I'm Native American, so are you really? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Kevin, Kevin is bullshit today. (laughs) Okay, so so no, I wanted to we we wanted to talk to Kevin because you know we like to talk about trending talk to and about trending yes, topics. You like to talk, you sure do, Jason. You're my brother, but you like to talk. Go no, ahead. and you are very active on social media. A constant trending topic. Clearly, constant I like to trending. Talk you're too. you're very active on Twitter. Extremely active on Twitter. That's that's how I feel like I know madness. you. Yeah. No, nah, if you if you think you know me from Twitter, you don't know me at all. Okay. Well, I know you outside of Twitter, so I right. I'm going to be the guy that knows you outside of Twitter. They know you on Twitter, so I wanted to just just jump right in. So, okay, we're playing. Or should we jump into all the ladies you introduced me to? The models, the we're not going to talk about you oh. fucking Jordan Sparks or whatever. <laughs> okay, so um, you guys didn't fuck her. The devil did you? is a lie. Okay, but you guys were sexually involved. Though. It's okay. This is uncensored. What are you talking about? No air. Right now, I don't have no air. You left her with no air? No, man. We were actually talking about finger banging. We were talking about finger banging. Is this how y'all get down? We were talking. All right, I'm ready now. No shots, no Patron, no nothing. No, we were talking about finger banging earlier. Um, So your relationship with Jordan Sparks. (laughs) Let's talk about that. Because I introduced them. I'm thinking he does music, she does music. Jason brokers a lot of vagina in this town. But they got together, and then all of a sudden, they made music. Who? Y'all didn't make a music that hit the air, but y'all made some music. I never made music with Jordan Sparks. Okay, so you were never sexually involved with her at all? Never. I did make music with her one time. Okay. But Chris Brown was involved, and I don't do threesomes, so mm. that ain't how I went. Okay. Okay, well, shout Wherever out to you going with it. Shout out to Jordan. Okay, so... Um, <laughs> okay, so wait. Let's, wait, hold on. So let, let's, let's talk a little bit about... She like Jason Derulo, so... That's Does okay. She, still? she like guys that pop lock, and I'm, I'm too buff for that. So okay, listen. <laughs> wait, wait. We're playing and deuces. Okay. We're playing deuces. We are, but hold on. You, listen, you're straight up no lubrication. Okay. Like, come on, hold on one second. Hey. For our guests who <laughs> don't know Kevin McCall, don't know anything about your history, like let's talk a little bit about the man behind the tweets, behind the controversy and stuff like that. So you were just the- really quickly. Okay. Nothing. Go ahead. I'm just seeing where she going with this. No, no, no. Just personal history. You know, you played football while you were in college. You know, right. you're in the choir. You know, that kind of thing. I was in the choir and church and mm-hmm. stuff. I mean, uh, like, we just listened to um, Beirucci. Mm-hmm. You have an amazing voice. R&B singer. You know, yeah. grew up grew up listening to, like, Tyrese. Mm-hmm. I actually used to go to his talent shows at Lock High School down the street. Mm-hmm. Um, Watts Connection right there. Mm-hmm. But... Um, Okay, so we're listening to Deuces is Sorry playing. To say about Deuces is playing under the under the interview for people on the radio that are listening. Deuces, as I came to know it, was the song that pretty much brought um, Chris Brown back 
from, uh, you know, his his fall from grace when he <laughs> had the abuse situation with Rihanna. Mm-hmm. How did that song come about? Because I really don't know the history. I've never asked you. It was a song I wrote about my first baby mama and my first love who broke up with me. And I felt like, you know, I don't know, they missed out on a, on a good deal. So I wrote the song. I was feeling myself. Played it for Chris. He wanted it. And then that was it. I signed some paperwork, fucked my life over, and there you have the song. So let's talk well, about that's that. That's it in a nutshell. <laughs> well, let's talk about that because I remember the days where you and Chris were actually good friends and working and collaborating. How did it go from that? Because that's the kind of guy I am. I have a real good heart, and I love real heart. So some of the stuff you see on Twitter is just, you know. It's passion. Com- passion, confused love, or me trying to get a reverse uh, reaction out of somebody. Mm-hmm. And so, it works. So so what happened? Not with my baby mama. It don't work. Well, let's talk. We're going to talk about Eva in a minute, but how did you and how well, did I wasn't talking about her. I have two baby mamas. Okay, but well, we're going to talk about Eva today. How, how, how did you and Chris go from deuces to deuces, deuces. with just a middle finger? Mm-hmm. He got on that bullshit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> make a long story short. Like, paperwork wasn't, wasn't legit, and I kind of blame that on myself. Like, I, I kind of have to change the narration that I've been given. It's not a woe is me story. I signed it, but at the same time, it'll be like me bringing my partner in here and saying, look, you, you trust me, right? Sign this. And that's kind of what happened. Mm. So in one of your interviews, I think you did with Vlad, you talked about him not wanting you to work <laughs> with Kiki Palmer. That's where it started to fall apart. That. One more time. What'd you say? You said you hate Vlad? He get on my nerves. Okay, in the interview. I just don't see why so many non-black people controlling black news mm-hmm. or black hip-hop Stuff we don't control, nothing that we create. Mm-hmm. Starting so, back with jazz, rock and roll, and I could keep going. So, Rap. so in that interview, you talked about you and Chris coming to heads over you wanting to work with Kiki Palmer, and so is that where it really started, or do you feel like there was some envy between you two before that even came to play, came to play? It started when Rihanna came in the studio, and he was playing my songs, and she kept saying, "Wait, we gonna get to your stuff? Play his again, or is that you? That's him." Play his again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Please do it, but don't do it. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So, so it started fe- way back then. So you felt that Rihanna was choosing just on the music? She was yeah, mu- just, just, it's good music is good music. You know what I'm saying? I like her music, too. So you and Rihanna never had a sexual relationship, though? No, nah, never. Did she ever try to pursue you or you pursue her? Nothing? No. Nah. Okay. Okay. So listen, so for our listeners. I'm a shy guy. I don't really be choosing. They choose like you. All, they, they, not that ch- they pick me. They have to show me that they're interested, and then I'll figure out a way to. So, she, so is that is that kind of how the Beirucci song kind of came about? That there was a mutual kind of interest because you know. The Beirucci thing was kind of like just trying to piss him off, mm-hmm. and it worked. And then she took it to the head, and I'm like, "Whoa, knock it off!" You weren't saying you're, you you're weren't saying like anything like, yeah. What? Well, let, let's build. <laughs> wait, wait, wheel that. Come on, again. I don't you? like women that are built like preteens. Like I like all shapes and sizes. Like it's a difference between petite. And so just are you like saying she's like a little boy with makeup? Is that what you're saying? You said it. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> so I, I saw. I saw. Pretty, Vlad, I saw him Vlad. Did I just you, didn't appreciate all that. You and you and Chris met her at the same time, right? Around no, the same not time. that we no. met her at the same time, but you know, she had a homegirl coming through. Right, I chose up on a homegirl, and Chris chose up on her. Okay, so let's go back. Berucci's like so far down the line. Yeah, let's is. go back. The to song where, is dope. So, hold, the this song is what, ain't this even is what I'm power. trying to get. I hold really on, like hold the song. On. There's a lot online that I'm trying to get to. So you guys were working together. You signed a CBE. You became Chris's producer slash artist, right? 
swag stylist. But in terms of music, artist right. and producer. Right. So you're producing music. How did it go from working cohesively to falling out? Was it just that you felt like maybe he thought you were hotter than him so he put his thumb on you or what What was it? I mean, honestly, I don't think a man could really stop you from doing anything. I think I was my worst enemy. I, I took the business too personal. Mm-hmm. But he yeah. didn't release you from your contract, so he did something. He tried to, from what you were saying online, hold you hostage. Yeah, but in hindsight, I got like five other labels, you know, battling over me right now. I do acting, other things. I don't really need a Chris Brown deal. Okay. I just did that to show the world, don't fuck with me. Okay. Because I can for, make you look stupid. So for everybody who doesn't know your history, you are a really prolific songwriter. You have a ton Thank of you. hits out there. It's nice. You want a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're listening to Deuces, which is one of the, like Jason said, the song that brought him back from the dead. Um, but like, tell the audience some of your other major hits so that they they know exactly what's happening here. I wrote on Birthday Cake uh, with The Dream for Rihanna. Mm-hmm. I wrote uh, on Justin Bieber's Christmas album. Mm-hmm. I wrote, what is it called? Ne- Next Breath for Tank. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love and, that song. Uh, yeah. I have a crush on Brandy. <laughs> but that's other news. Okay. No, we, we, Wait, we're no, going to get we, to we all that. I just, that. I'm just, here's the deal. I'm asking the questions that the people want to know. Mm-hmm. Like, I can wicked People don't want to know no Hold questions. No, people want to understand how the relationship became so toxic. And... I've been, I mean, I've Google searched everything. I've read all the interviews. I've watched the YouTube interviews. I see it. I, I'm trying to still understand it. To your point, did he meet Karuchi at the same time? No, I introduced Karuchi to Chris with 12 other girls. He chose. She. I wanted her for Omari. I have told the story. Omari couldn't get it. He fell a little short. Uh, I don't know. Wasn't eating the groceries at the time. Like Chris got her. Okay. So now they're working together. Y'all fall apart. There was a there was some social media posts where basically you said he had to come and catch the fade. Is the fade still waiting for Chris Brown or did y'all settle it? Man, nobody want to fight me, man. And I don't want to fight nobody. I want to promote love, especially what's going on right now. I, I, I don't think anybody wants any kind of fades from the police or from me. Okay. Because they're both bad. <laughs> so, well, Chris, Chris kind of popped off on social media and said that, I mean, I don't know, he started doing the Pyru thing. Because um, right. he's a gang member now, right? Uh, I guess. I, I, you're from Watts, right? So I'm yeah. from Chicago. I'm not from LA. I'm but, from all over LA, Gardena, South Central, Inglewood. But how do you feel about like it? Just seems like rappers and all these people that aren't from here to come in here and now they're you know their bloods, their crips, stuff like that. Like how does that make you feel being somebody that's from the soil, that's from the culture, that you grew up with that around you? <sighs> you gotta pay to play. I guess they paying to do something. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get homeboys that get shot and. You get guns put on you, you know, like this week, you know, and you got daughters, two daughters. The shit ain't cute and it's stupid. You had guns pulled on you. Yeah. Well, speaking Lots of, of times this month. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I just want to keep 1000. Like, again, as a fan, I'm talking as a fan of music, fan of you, fan of Chris. I love Chris's music. I'm not necessarily a fan. Do you of like his person. prime? I'm a fan of his music. I'm not. Y'all kind of had the same. No, actually, texture. my shit is texturized. My shit is just I wake up and brush it. And it's, <laughs> Spray a little hold them good. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So my question, very specifically, y'all fell out. It, I mean, you guys went online back and forth from you can catch the fade to you ain't no real gangster to pooty boy to I mean, so many things that the fans read. It's but like it's like after the Kiki Palmer shit happened, I felt like he was hating, right? Okay. And I even got a text from his manager, like Mike G. No, no, no. His Boo. old manager, Boo. a woman, and she was oh. like, "Look, he told Tina us Davis. not to fuck Tina. with you." Okay. 
And she showed me the text. So I was like, hmm, I'm going to sit on this for a minute because I got a bad temper. I'm going to try something new and not fuck up my career like I've been doing lately. But And I just kind of sat on it for a minute and uh, said, I'm going to just prove them wrong. You know what I'm saying? That's when the Kiki Palmer shit had already happened. And I said, I'm going to just be a dope nigga and make them look stupid, you know? When you say, the you, truth th- will come when you, out. say you think you've been fucking up your career lately, do you think it's because you've been honest about how you feel in your experiences? Because one thing, let me say this real quick. I feel like in this industry, and you've been around mm-hmm. longer than mm-hmm. us in terms of having a real professional career, mm-hmm. you, you know, when you're going against a giant or a superstar, mm-hmm. it's really hard to have your voice heard against that because you can be put in a box or you can be blacklisted. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't see you having known you personally. I don't think you're crazy. I think right now you're saying a lot of crazy shit and being very descriptive on how you feel, but it's just real shit for it's you. There's some cleverness to it, but at, at the same time, it's kind of like when two people are arguing from a distance, you can't tell who's crazy. So that's true. That's very, that's, 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 that's very, what I'm very on. true. That's very, very true. That's very, very true. I guess, I guess what we're looking for is like, you know, the actual verbiage. So once you got the text, saw the text from his manager or former manager, whatever the case Tina is. Tina Davis. T- uh, it was Tina Davis? Yeah. Really? Anyways, I'm going to skate right by that. That's just too his, much to his, go into. His ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you saw you motherfucker. That's Anyways, what you were thinking. So you, you, know, you were hot-headed. Once you cooled down, did you text him to address like, yo, I saw the text. You're telling your team not to fuck with me. Like, what's up? Like, I don't understand. Was there that kind of exchange? I didn't say anything. I, I just tried to like, just kind of change the polarity of the whole situation. Just okay. mentally, just bring a positivity. Just being a good person. Okay, so how like, does it how does it go from that to Chris? You know, filming his lifestyle, his cars, and saying, uh, "What's up, Kevin?" I mean, you know, just basically poking the sleeping bear. There was a tweet yeah, that Kevin. Just, there was a tweet that Kevin sent out that basically said, "I'm done being nice. I want you to let me out of my fucking contract." Mm. Um, and it goes right it, before that, but all that was was a ploy to get him because he won't talk on the phone. He won't handle any business. If you go through the lawyers, you know, that's legally some shit I don't speak, mm-hmm. but I'm learning. Amen. Mm-hmm. And it's some shit that just gets drawn out in court, and I hate court. Mm-hmm. But, so so then, it, then it went from there to when I see you, I got a fade waiting yeah, for you. Yeah, I took it to the street politics, you know, mm-hmm. but not on necessarily on some crip and blood shit, because yeah. then that's some whole other shit. On some man, grown man shit, like on some come man and see me shit. as a man. Yes. You know? Do you think that'll happen? Nah. So y'all are never going to have hug it out. <laughs> no, no hugging it out. Man, we probably make some more hits. You know what I'm saying? Some more hits. So you're willing to? You know what I really wait, think we should more, do? Wait, 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 wait. Some more hits or some more hits? <laughs> we should do a charity boxing match or a UFC match. Like we could go clothes fists or gloves, and then we donate the money to like domestic violence. Like he, he was convicted. You are a comedian. Add convicted. that to the resume. He was convicted for beating a woman. I was accused. Oh. Beating woman, I'm not guilty. Not only did he accuse you of that, he also accused you of being a rapist as well. Right. In one of his tweets, and then you sent out a picture of Rihanna, and mm, mm, mm. it's just a difference between accusations and and you know. You apologized for sending out that picture of for Rihanna. Did I you did because I, I didn't realize what I, I was pulling her out, and if that was my daughter, I would get mad again. But you did that to remind him that we have receipts of you beating women, right? You're th- trying to label me. As mine something. is just some. Girl Gone. You ever seen that movie, Girl, Gone Girl? Gone Girl. Gone, I'm gone, on girl. some yeah. shit like that. Mm-mm. Y'all don't have to believe me, but watch the movie. That's my life. So, so Kevin, let's say you guys, you and Chris set up this charity boxing match, right? Yeah. How many, I mean, how many rounds does we this do thing go? do it in Compton because I'm really from there. Okay. We're doing it, doing <laughs> I'm it. from Virginia. All right. So we do it in Compton. 126 in Mona. Uh-oh. Let them know. 
How many rounds does it go? You knocking them out in the first round? Is this going? I'm not distance? in shape right now, so I'm gonna just try to get it in in three. You know what I'm saying? And I'm a brawler. <laughs> I don't box. I never been a boxing type nigga. I'm just strong, and you're, I just you're a street fighter. Well, you know this yeah. show is sponsored by I the money. Fresh team. He might need to sign with Mayweather promotion. <laughs> I ain't no Kimbo or nothing. Like I, I'm a pretty. You see, my face ain't been hit. No scratches. Because I win. I try. I try not to. So and did, if you keep fighting, you gonna meet that one nigga who wants to. You know, chip your now, head off. Now a lot of industry cats they have these social media beefs and it's like on site, on site, on site. And then it's weirdos. Okay, so now you bump into them on site. Who's swinging first? And does it even go there? Have you, you guys, guys ran yeah. into each other since all of this went I down? Into, no, we haven't ran into each other since this went down. Wow. And I'd be everywhere by myself, but uh, since that one situation happened, you know, I kind of try to walk around smarter. It ain't no no fear type shit. It, it showed me, hey, maybe you're a star. It's Dumb niggas are gonna try to fuck with you. you can't so just be- the situation that you're discussing is when um, Karuchi had a hitman come for you. It wasn't a hitman. <laughs> came for me. I'm just summing it up. <laughs> so what? So what happened? So there are reports that Karuchi had somebody, or somebody pulled the gun so on you because of Karuchi. We finna clear this shit up. Wasn't no hitman. Wasn't none of that. Goddamn. Okay. This is why I hate blogs. <laughs> what happened? You don't hate Hollywood Unlocked though, because we just report the facts. Love you. <laughs> but basically, after I didn't even want to go out for BET Awards, but I went out for BET Awards. And after the club, I told my security go home. I left with two girls because I was hanging out with two girls. And they said, we're going to go to a private party where Odell Beckham is at. Not throwing you under the bus, bro. You just was there. That's why I went. So then when I get there, I don't really know whose house I'm at, but we're in Beverly Hills. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, it can't be too ghetto. You know what I'm saying? This right. ain't like house party five. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I feel real comfortable. My guard is down. Mm-hmm. I walk in. First person I see is this pretty petite little... Preteen, I mean Karuchi, right? <laughs> and she's sitting with a with a table full of stylists or, or, or something, right? So then I say, "Oh shit!" I, I get goosebumps because I haven't seen her since I made Beiruchi, mm-hmm. and I'm wondering, like, I wonder if she does. You sound like amazing it. on that song. By you me. really do. That song is dope. Thank and you. I wouldn't I have taken offense all. to somebody making a song like that of me. She's I, not offended. Trust me. Okay. Oh well, hey. Trust tell, me. She, tell the story. One time in the studio, her and her homegirl, her and her homegirl was grabbing my butt while I was trying to. Make beats and I was like, "Look, I don't do that. I'm <laughs> ain't gonna be no grabbing of the tushy. <laughs> no so, finger so, banging over here. Okay, Go ahead. so you walk in, you walk in, <laughs> do that to your boyfriend. You, you walk in, the, you walk in the house. Beirutchi's sitting there with some stylists. Basically, right. what he's saying, she was there with a bunch of gay boys. No, I didn't. Okay, what she did were that. they gay boys? I don't think so. Were, <laughs> were they? they boys? They were boys. They were gay boys. Okay, they were so, kids. So when you walk in and you see her, Eva you, calls them the kids. You get a little. Ner- not you know whatever. So then, what happens? Does she, does she say hi to you? Does she? Speak I get nervous, and then so I don't walk all the way in. I'm like, I wonder what's gonna happen. Everybody's looking at me. I'm thinking it's because of the song. So I'll continue to walk with my cocky ass. I continue to walk past them, right? And I walk. As soon as I walk past, they all go, "What the fuck? What is this nigga doing here?" I'm still not thinking like, where am I at? I'm like, well, they're at the same party I'm at. I mean, because the night before I was at Tyrese's house, some of the same people were there. You know what I'm saying? So I go to the back of the, uh, I go to the backyard and I'm just chilling. Everybody's stopping what they doing and just looking like one by one. I'm like, what the fuck? Right? So I'm laughing. I'm thinking it's because of the Beirucci song. And then like four, four dudes and like Red come up or with red hats. And a big swole nigga like 2.30 come up and he like, hey, you ain't welcome here, my nigga. Hey, take a walk with me. And I know what that means. That, we ain't finna go walk down memory lane. Like, we <laughs> yeah, finna, y'all finna try to jump me. So... At that point, I'm trying to figure, okay, I can't run out the backyard. This Beverly Hills, it ain't made like that. 
I'm like, okay, let me let me try to brace the next blow. Is he gonna try to sneak me from behind or what's gonna happen? So four other dudes walk up and they trying to walk me to the door. So I try to get a little more space. So I walk a little fast. Then I walk past Karuchi. I had to look cool on that part. I <laughs> <laughs> had to swag it on now. And then I had to speed it back up. <laughs> I tried to get to the door, right? And then the big dude, big dude like, man, like I said, you ain't welcome here. Matter of fact, who invited you here, homie? Like, like is the dude pulling up? No, no, you're All good. Right. No, you're, you're not being set up Because I've been trying to find him. I don't know who you're he good. is. You're good. Anyway, so I'm trying to go to the door. I said, you said I ain't welcome. I could let myself out. <laughs> and it's four of y'all and one of me. I know how this going to go. Nope. So I go to the door, right? And he tried to lock it. He's like, no, nah, hold up. Matter of fact. And then uh, I opened the door. I pushed him out the way. I opened the door. And I had on my Omega Sci-Fi jacket. And I didn't have on no shirt because I was turned up at the club. Right? So when he tried to grab me, I came right out the jacket. And then I jumped over the gate. And then he pulled a gun. And his homeboy was like, no, don't, don't shoot him right here. Don't shoot him. Mm. I hop over the gate. I run to Melrose. Or was it Beverly? I run to Beverly. And then I... Uh, Hop in the um, parking lot and hide under a car. And I called the girls who took me there. I'm like, did you motherfuckers set me up? Yeah. I mean, at this point, it don't matter. Don't Come get who. me. Yeah. I got to figure it out. So I had paranoia for a million, but I, I, I gave it to God. And Wait, so do you think that that happened as a direct result of the Beirucci song? Or do you think that was Chris's people that were there around Karuchi? I've been going through that my whole damn life. Like, I think it's it's just like the light that's on me and the calling that's on me. But I learned how to control it with my... My mentality. So how did the rumor get started that it was Karuchi that set these He said guys? on a tweet. She was yeah. there, so it has to be her friend. So he, he sent and out a tweet. And I still tweet. don't know where I was at. He sent out a tweet. That, he sent out a tweet. Kevin sent out a tweet that Karu, uh, that basically Karuchi had set him up for somebody to shoot him. No, I didn't. What was the I, I, I was talking to her because a lot of times when I speak, it's not for everybody else. It's for who it's intended for. And sometimes it might be that one person. I look crazy to everybody else for that one person to get what I'm saying. And I was telling her, you know who it was because you was right there. You was watching. And you said you went and got a piece after this incident? No, mm-hmm. Yeah, I went and got a pretty girl. You know, I like models, so okay. I got me a diamond. <laughs> you got, you got a clear, <laughs> hold on. But what, what he said, what he said was some it. fake thugs pulled a gun on him for the mm-hmm. Karuchi comments. Yeah, because that's a fake thug to me. Like, I ain't never, I, you know, I really know thugs. I know pyros, bloods, everything, because my cousins are all that. You know, mm-hmm. I'm from L.A. Mm-hmm. So my family is literally everything. So I don't get into all that. I, I'm, a, I'm a gospel singer, but he was trying to take me there, and I almost went there. You know, it's going to get ugly in the streets. I mean, Otis Redding and Sam Cooke never had these problems. <laughs> no, they fucking R&B did not. So is real. Has, you know? So has Karuchi responded to any of this? She hasn't that, said anything. She hasn't said a word. Publicly. Okay. All right. That's funny, too. Like, I mean, speak up. And when you made Beirucci, what was the whole pro- uh, thought process behind that? The concept? To annoy Chris? To, to annoy Chris, but show, make it fun. Make it romantic and clever. Turn women on. Turn Karuchi on. Let her know. Stop playing. You like Tyson. I'm the watch Tyson. Let's get a problem. <laughs> but but I are, does, does she really like Tyson? Back for yeah. Did, did they hook, did did uh, see now? I almost called her Beirucci. Karuchi <laughs> is actually a friend of mine, so I don't. Want, I'm not being disrespectful. She's always say, "You look like Tyson." Oh my god, K Mac, you look like Tyson. And her and Tyson were hanging out for a little while. I, mean, I don't know that they were messing around or anything, but That's they were him. definitely hanging out. That's him, man. So, Who else you gonna hook me up with this time? Well, I hooked you up with Jordan, and clearly you don't want to claim her publicly. So she like Jason Derulo, and I don't put on baby oil and pop. So how far? <laughs> di- how, how far did you and Jordan go? You want me to really tell it? I want you to really tell mm-hmm. it. She gonna kill me for this. That's okay. I let her sit on my face. Wow. That's Ooh. it. 
And it tastes like well, water. I, I will tell you this. There was definitely no air in that fucking situation. <laughs> Fiji. So I hooked you up with Bria Miles, too. Where did Sorry, that go? Jason. Well, Jason's moved on. He hooked up with Daphne Joy. May oh, she rest boy. in peace, too. So now, so I hooked you up with Bria Miles. Where'd that go? No, you didn't. I introduced you guys. She didn't like me because I was broke. She mm. took me. I took her to Grand Lux. I barely had enough See, money for the mm. deal. This is why I like that Kevin. That was like... I'm going to tell you why I like Kevin. Kevin, Kevin, is, really, Kevin is a Leo. And he's a creative Leo. Mm -hmm. and, I'm from Compton. And, and I thought you were from Watts. Watts, Compton. Oh, is it the same thing? Gardena, I, my car, my car shuts off past Atlanta. Wilshire, so I don't really know <laughs> anything other than Hollywood. Shout out to the homie here. Keep your eye on him. I've been watching him. I've been watching him. Okay, thank you. Thank you. He was in his ear. Didn't have no shame exactly. in his game. Goddamn. No, so, Obama could have okay, been so here. So Kevin just shared how Jordan sat on his face. Why didn't you guys ever continue to build that relationship? I mean, she needs a hit, and you got him. You ain't gonna believe me if I tell you the answer, but I'm gonna tell you. Tell mm -hmm. me. My manager at the time, who wasn't a manager, he was just my big brother who was pretending to be my manager. Okay. Uh, and we was trying to figure out the music game, mm -hmm. hence why we signed to Chris Brown. Uh, he told me, hey, K-Mac, you still in your player shit? Don't fuck her over, because that Jason Lee is gonna fuck you over in the media. He gonna call you a playboy. I would never. And your career gonna be over. I, I've never, listen. <laughs> so I, 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 I cut it off with her. I get a bad rep because everybody, whenever you think about bloggers, you think media take You out. told me not to break her heart, though. That's I did tell you that. I'm a fucking good guy. I wish you people, are, he is. And so he is I such a good guy. I am and so And so I didn't break of, my heart. Where's my credit? You didn't break her heart, but you may have broke her. Um, what Jerry? Is, yeah, I was trying to think of the female anatomy, not Nasty, my, not my expertise. I just don't just know. Do it, man. But anyway, okay, so let's talk about women. You, uh, I remember I did the Trayvon Martin campaign. You and Eva Marcel were one of the first people to come and shoot. Yes. One of the best pictures from that Michelle's campaign. Mom. It, huh? was, it yeah. was gorgeous. Amazing picture. Absolutely they both gorgeous. Style, mm -hmm. swag. I mean, and that, that was at the time where I, you had told me there you, she was pregnant at that shoot. She had right. just gotten pregnant. And mm -hmm. I, had joked, I had joked with them. I was just like, you know y'all gonna have a baby. They're like, ha, ha, ha. Then the next time I saw them, they were with the child. Mm -hmm. So... Y'all have gone from that to uh, you and her fighting it out publicly. I think she got a restraining order. What happened? My temper. You know, I hit things. I break things. So when the whole calling the police thing happened, the evidence was my tantrum. You know what I'm saying? Even though I didn't do what she said, the evidence was the What did door. she say? Because, the, because there, was, there was the I mean, accusation you, you, that you... You could look it up. She said yeah. I, I chased her. She, you could even, to make a long story short, she said I put her and the baby in, at harm. Mm-hmm. Which okay. is something I would never do. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing I learned from going to therapy, um, which I've been doing with Ayanna Vincent and um, just, you know, other people like that, I've learned just how I could get myself out of those situations and how mm -hmm. I can control my temper to not be in these situations. Okay, so there yeah. was there was a situation where you saw photographs of Eva's brother, I want to say, with your little girl, and you, you went, went the off on Twitter. You basically... Well, there's a couple of things y'all talking about, and y'all lumping them together, so I'm going to help y'all there. I'm going to okay, do it fast. Okay, thank you. So you might be talking about uh, Terrell, which is her cousin. Okay. And um, I was talking about a picture with like him and his boyfriend kissing my baby. You know, I don't get to kiss her. I don't want y'all kissing her. It has nothing to do with none of that. And, and, I don't let no, my no, no, sisters no, no. kiss that, her. That was, that was wait, something completely let different. Be, let me be fair and set it up that you and I have been friends for a long time. I don't right. know you to be homophobic or to be uncomfortable with gay people. Right. We're good friends. Mm -hmm. um, so just kind of throw that out there yeah. because I think it's easy. So when, it annoys me when people say that. When I'll a person like, goes on a rant idiot. or when a person says something, you know, you, yeah. you've had your words dissected. Yeah. You can take somebody's words and try to paint this picture. I know... Kevin is a friend right. and I know he's not homophobic. Right. right. There was a photo with Terrell and he had said something about I think he called himself daddy or something like that. I don't that. like that shit. Hold That's on. all it Hold is. On. 
And mm-hmm. we said this shit before. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, 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 no. The other day I was at Floyd's house and mm-hmm. we were talking about Sierra marrying um, Russell, Russell Wilson uh-huh. and letting Russell kiss him on the mouth and call him Papa. Yeah, yeah. call him Papa. You're yeah. going to send a black man into pure rage. Mm-hmm. If, especially if they love their their child and they're active in their child's life. So that's kind of what it looked like happened with you. That's what happened with me. And, with uh, Jerome. That's what happened. And, 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 you know, I have to take you to the new me. You know, the, the old me, I was pissed. I was like, I don't really get to see my baby. I mean, I'm broke as fuck, so I can't pay a lawyer to go see my baby. What kind of world is this? You know, that's the kind of level I was operating on. But now I'm going back to what they taught me. It take a village to raise a child. And that's true because... It's areas in my life I got great parents, but they fucked up a lot, you know. I got a great daddy, worked with probation kids. I still ended up in jail. I got a great mom. She's a, you know, Bible school teacher, you know. She still let me down in some areas, you know. I still got molested as a child, shit like that. So mm-hmm. it's like everybody had a faults, and you just got to grow from it and learn. Okay, well, speaking on that, um, I was going to address the whole, you know, cousin and homophobic rant, you know, that you were accused of. But no, her brother, there was something else there where you basically went on a rant of this is the same motherfucker you said molested you and you're going to have my daughter around him. Are you crazy? And so how did that start and end up? Where is that? And what about the accusations? You just got to go back to me. You got to go back to me doing the whole woe is me narrative. Like. Mm -hmm. I don't have communication with her. I don't have communication with these people. So I project my thoughts or, or stuff out in the media mm-hmm. so that y'all talk about it or they, they homie, somebody, you're going to hear about it, goddamn. And it'll make sure they mm-hmm. get the word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or somebody going to know the fuck shit you're doing. If I really did hit you, I would have went to jail. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So why am I not seeing a baby? I'll go to the, to the police station and get the baby or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fuck shit. Let's just leave it alone. It's because I didn't marry you. But you just mentioned all you just shared, which is something very personal. I was molested as a child. Mm. You were molested. Did, was there a part of you that <laughs> personalized the fact that she had shared something to you that you could relate to? I didn't even know I could relate to it. You know, at the time, it was something I hid until recently. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't even know about it. Mm-hmm. What you made you? Sh- how did you discover it? Because I've been going to therapy, and I, I, so I it was repressed memories. It was repressed memories, and mm-hmm. I realized why I'm so I hate authority and why I'm so controlling. And why I don't want my daughters around people mm-hmm. without me being around. Because I can't protect them and stop them from going through what I went through. And this is what I think is so frustrating, too, especially knowing people that are celebrities or that are in the public eye like you. Like, they're human beings. Mm-hmm. Celebrities yeah. are human beings. Mm-hmm. And I think when you strip away what you see online or what you see on social media, human beings find their own creative ways of making people get the point. There was mm-hmm. a point where I was a heavy drinker. And I used to mm-hmm. literally, yes. whatever I felt, came the fuck out on my social media. Mm-hmm. And I got labeled... <laughs> Crazy, messy, mm-hmm. this, that. That's now, where that's where the labeling comes from. Is oh, that? But now I'm on the money team. I'm popping. Okay, so don't need five dollars. No, so li- no. I, actually, I told Floyd about you last night. I did say I wanted to introduce you to Floyd. The mm-hmm. money. Team. Shout out to the money team music group. I'm definitely gonna make that club because the money team. at the end of the day, regardless of like the online antics or politics or rage or whatever, you are very talented, and mm-hmm. you did resurrect the career of somebody who's humanly flawed and Mm -hmm. um, socially flawed and in in many ways has not even reached his fullest potential. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, listen, I'm I'm just a real motherfucker. And also might be responsible for getting in his own way, you know, like... Chris Brown is absolutely in his own way. He's on his own worst enemy. You know, and Mm -hmm. shout out to Joyce and everybody that are trying to help him. But at the end of the day, as you know, you can't be helped until you're ready to help yourself. And sometimes it just seems like we like twins or some shit. Like we, we, we could learn a lot from each other. And it's like I dropped the ball the first time around because I was I had a lot of fears. Like I came from the hood 
And I was around all you Hollywood people. I had never seen that. I was mm-hmm. playing football. I mean, I was finna play for the Raiders. And you I got thrusted into a some yeah. shit. So the shit was weird, man. Yeah. So Kevin, therapy is working for you. You are so it's like, like night and day. He's just he's just No, but let me say this. He's knowing so in, wait, into, knowing Kevin personally uh-huh. and in person, he's always to me been like this. I've never seen the social media Kevin it's that different. I read. Mm-hmm. And I, I learned a lot more about myself since I, I ain't gonna lie. I do. I did text him a couple times, like, "Yo, bro, want to interview?" You know, <laughs> and and he was like, "I ain't fucking with you." Um, this this goes beyond diplomacy. Like, it's just like it, it's a lot of personal growth that I can hear just from the way that you just you're just talking. You know, it's uh, th- there's there's a there's a real dichotomy between the people you know what people think they know about you and really who you are. And I yeah. feel like this is the realest interview you've ever given. Everything else has been you know. Just like sugar and you know whatever, exactly but this is I've been sugarcoating shit. Yeah. So, do, so do you do you ever ever wish that you would have stayed the football route at all? Man, lately oh, I've been wanting to road. play. I was looking at, at some some highlights yesterday, not my highlights, but I was looking at highlights. But I'm like, what can I really do? Like, what, so, what position do you play? You play running. I back? I play running back. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> You're such um, a dick, so Jason. you know, we talked about you and Eva the other day when we were at the Occupy City Hall event. You were there. Eva was there. Mm-hmm. Interestingly enough, talk? wait, no, Lance okay. Gross was also there. That's so, hilarious. I, I, no, look, I told my camera guy. I said, listen. I want to interview him, triangulate him and her, but keep the camera on all three of those. Triangulate that situation. Shit might go down. Get that wide shot. <laughs> you know, and I'm, I'm just for the record, I'm cool with everybody. You know, I mean, who knows after this interview? Lance is happily married right now. He, he just is. took his wife, his wife on a birthday cruise. Shout so, out to my yeah. HU brother, Lance. Man, shout out to Lance. Shout out to Lance. So, so where are you and Eva now? I, I mean, the waves, y'all waves, like, twins. So you and so you and Eva now are co-parenting. How do you co-parent? Do you you don't communicate, or do you communicate through a third party? It's just a big difference between a father and a man with kids. Right now, I'm operating as a man with kids because I haven't went through the court process to get my children from out of the grasp of whatever she's doing. I haven't got all the knowledge, but I'm leaning toward. I'm back and forth with it because I got to get my license. A nigga, L's is dirty. Shit like that. So you're just getting it all together. Getting it all together so that when I do go to court, I just get my babies and we good. So do you and Eva talk at all? I mean, I talk to her. I make songs about her. Try to talk to her like that. Send it to her. I saw that um, Instagram post that you sent. Was Instagram or tweet um, that you sent out? Like, it's very complimentary. Mm-hmm. It was a beautiful picture of Eva, and you basically were, you know, giving her her props. She's for- cute. It's hard to, you know, forget about her. She's so. Fun. Do you ever, stay mad at that? Huh? Do you ever miss your relationship with her? I just cherish the things I learned from it. It was at first I thought it was like love lost, but now I cherish that time. You got you're a Leo and she's a Scorpio. All right. And I'm a Scorpio a, rising. Oh we, my god! We, Bad we get along. Con- we're just I, not fucking. That's why we get along because we're not fucking. Well, it, it <laughs> and it will never happen. happen. <laughs> I think we'll get along. I think me and you'll get along. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. This is. I actually said what before Kevin walked in there. I said this is the only show in history. <laughs> That we will not talk about your vagina or try to hook you up on a date. And it's like and every time we have a man in the studio, <laughs> it just happens. some type of energy happens. I need to learn that from you. And you the one it's, said it's, it. it's that mother nurturing kind of thing that I've got some going on. Some type of Jason Lee. So when, you, so when you ate Jordan Sparks' pussy, Hi, or she sat on your face. Yeah, well, that's the same thing. He's well, that's what Q dogs this. do. You know I'm a Q. No, but oh, goddamn, He's a Leo and is, is Jordan Sparks a closet freak or is she like... She has a, nipple rings, don't she? Mm. That I didn't know. I mean, don't are women with nipple rings freaks or? Do you think I'm a freak, Jason? I think so. I don't know. I have a couple people I need to call for that answer. Mm. <laughs> I won't say their name on air. I did have a nipple ring, but my nipple rejected it. 
So what she supposed to be rejecting? It's like credit. Like <laughs> I know I liked it. Let you me go, I need it. a seven twenty. Let me leave Jordan Sparks <laughs> alone because she and Joe are going to be upset at me for asking the question. But it's good to know that. See, this is happy. The, this goes back to it's you an can honor be to a, sit on my face. You can be an American Idol and still get your pussy ate. Yes, you can. Okay, so <laughs> Bye, watch, nigga. So, it's really hot in here. So this is going to be an interesting transition, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> Go, do it. Segway. After everything that's been said and done between <laughs> you and Eva or your other baby mamas, okay, what do you want your daughter or your children to know and understand about their father? That their father was like a, just a boy who had to make a transition to, to manhood. I didn't have a Kinsieta or a a bar mitzvah. So, you, said <laughs> you know, we hope you don't as have black men, we don't have that transition to manhood. But as I seek help after fucking up, you know, with my family, uh, I, I, I found myself. You know, hopefully I get a chance to get them back. But I learned sometimes people reach their goddamn limit and you just gotta let them grieve how they're gonna grieve. But hopefully they see I'm a new me. So if we put all the politics aside, all the drama, all the social media stuff, all of that. Aside, what do you want? I love that. What do you want out of your relationship with Chris Brown? Ultimately, uh, I just want him to respect yourself. Um, when you respect yourself, you respect everybody else. You guys feel like you made a really good team, you know, in terms yeah. of like, yeah, yeah, because like it was a lot of times where I would, like I was saying, I had that fear, and mm-hmm. I think that's what he was trying to talk about in the video. He didn't do it very well. Mm-hmm. He's not that articulate, and he got that lisp going on, mm-hmm. like Charlemagne. But you know. <laughs> He, he he wanted me to be a lot more forceful. Mm-hmm. And I think he used my little trick that I used on him. He used it on me. He brought the bulldog out of me. Mm-hmm. And it's funny, like growing up, my dad was my football coach and he used to call me bitch or, or sock me or do whatever in football practice to make me fuck everybody else up. So sometimes people do that to make me mean. Do you ever get concerned about Chris's safety or his life that maybe one day we'll see another Michael Jackson, another Whitney Houston or something like that? My worst fear is that it's partially my fault. You know, I already dropped the ball the first time. Then I tried the Martin Luther King shit. It made me piss. So then I went Malcolm X. And then I saw kids looking at me. And I was like, some of them liked it. But at the same time, I saw it was so many people watching me. And I was like, fuck, I, I can't get this nigga killed. Like, and I, I, I don't want to get killed. Like, this is stupid. Like, mm-hmm. I could change this shit. I could be the one to change it. And mm-hmm. I am. So I see it's changing it, honestly. Can you see? Can you see a day where you and Chris come together, and make some more hits? Definitely, man. Like, who's some good. people That's that got together and back in the day? Did Dr. Dre and Snoop get back? Did they? <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. They did, right? I just yeah, watched Straight Outta Compton. I, mean, I didn't see that. Yeah, I was watching it yesterday. I don't, I don't know. know. I have no idea. If well, child, but you know what? I, I will also say that you know I live by one of my <laughs> one of my. You're and that's the other thing. We not a group either. Like, yeah, I could. He could take a song. He that was my other thing. I used to tell people like. He can get a song whenever, or we can collaborate, whatever. I, I collaborate with bums on the street, literally. Mm. Like, I used to be on Skid Row making songs with bums. So, are you still signed to C- CBE? I am not signed to CBE as a artist. Okay. But he has paperwork that, you know, we handle it in court. Okay. So... I guess the question would be, I mean, at least for me, the way I live my life. still being a bitch-ass nigga, if that's what you want. Huh? He's still, still being, being a, Oh, no, a no, no. Nigga. What I was going to say was, <laughs> thank you thank you for clarifying. What I was saying, like, for me, for me, one of, the, one of my rules for life, literally, whether it's work, love, 
uh, partnerships, anything, is life does not go in reverse. It right. just is not set up to work that way. You don't read a book backwards. You don't mm-hmm. watch a movie backwards. We don't drive backwards. Life is all about moving forward. Progressing. So maybe the question isn't, do you think you ever work with Chris again? Because that chapter's already happened. Mm-hmm. So what's next for Kevin McCall? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it, my whole life, Money Team Music Group. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely gonna do some stuff with Floyd. I've always been a fan of him. Like I said, I'm going to Vegas to turn up the whole weekend, get away from this music shit, get away from LA, get away from the hood, and turn the fuck up. I'm probably running to Florida. Is he out there? He's out there. Maybe put in the car for me. I'll see where Red is. Okay. So, did you have another question? Yeah. No, I was just gonna say, like, you know, just in terms of. Um, shutting everything down i mean you're gonna go to vegas you're gonna turn up but like how do you just kind of quiet the noise in your head because i'm sure there's a lot you know like you know i don't want to like i smoke marijuana all righty then i self-medicate right. myself nice so, nice but, so, so does she right but it's, it's, it's not good for your lips if they follow your snapchat motherfuckers know you high stretching all the <laughs> <and> shit <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't know that you smoke Oh, your lips are too pretty. Like I wouldn't a, think that you. like a chimney. Thank you. Okay, well, listen, I, I will I will wrap by saying that um, you know I learned a lot in this city about calling people friends. I don't even do it no more. If you look right. at how I was back when we first met versus now, I don't even have a. Circle. I used to get on you about that. I know. You can't have yeah. that fair rejection. But I will no say I'm a, a I'm, a, I'm a true friend of yours. I do appreciate you, and Likewise, uh, we gonna figure out how to. How to get things together and however I can help, however we can help, we definitely want to because Kevin, Absolutely. no doubt, makes great music and mm-hmm. um, the world needs that. All mm-hmm. this R&B beef shit, I mean, whether it's you fighting Chris or fighting his demons or your demons fighting his demons, like the world yeah. needs good music, whether it's through Chris or somebody else. So. I that absolutely point. agree. Thank we you so you. much for stopping Thanks by. Thanks for taking care of me. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. One thing. Yeah. Where the fuck can we find you? Because somebody deactivated some of your social media accounts. So yeah, I was putting up too much like Black Lives Matter type shit. This is a true story. Is I was that putting what, up too wow. much. That's it was what a mixture between that and the Team Breezy shit. It got deleted. So yeah. where did wow. we find you now? At I am Kevin McCall, though, T H O. And that's on Instagram. That's on Instagram. And you can find everything. Twitter's the same. Twitter's the same for the most part. I mean, if you just search Kevin McCall. My Instagram is the most important thing because I send it to every other thing. Okay, I am Kevin McCall, though. Yeah. And follow me on my Snapchat because that's where you see my playful side. I want to show people I'm a big clown. I'm a big kid. See, Jason doesn't understand that that's what I'm trying to Snapchat, do with my Snapchat. The real you. I, you got to do it a certain way. No, no shade to my boo. I love you, Brandy, but your Snapchats be weird. I'll be like... What does she wait, do on oh, wait, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I totally forgot something. Are you and Brandy fucking or is that just... No. No, no. you guys are just... That was just playing that's for just social my friend, media. Like, okay. I love Brandy. What's going down on her Snapchat? Like how she's going to be my friend. No, because him and Brandy, they were rumored to be dating. And, you know, almost right, right. almost doesn't count. So I didn't I just know like if they were dating or not dating. I like her voice. And maybe she's maybe she's his best friend or baby, baby, baby. I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Brandy's music. I'll just be sitting up in her room. I was just <laughs> about to say that. <laughs> Hopefully she's not sitting on your face like Jordan was. But anyway, thank you for coming on the show. <laughs> thank you so much, Kevin. Thanks, Kev. Bye. Bye.